Are you a passionate business owner or entrepreneur ready to take your message to the world? Do you dream of launching your own podcast but don't know where to start? Introducing my eight-week Start Your Podcast program designed to guide you every step of the way in creating and launching your podcast. In this program, you'll learn the essential skills needed to craft engaging content, record high-quality episodes, and market your podcast effectively to reach your target audience. I will work closely with you providing personalized guidance and feedback to ensure your podcast stands out in a crowded digital space. But hurry, spots are limited and applications for our upcoming cohorts are closing soon. Don't miss this opportunity to turn your podcast dreams into a reality and launch your podcast this summer visit our website donnaede.com forward slash apply and apply now to secure your spot in our next cohort together let's make your podcasting vision a success you're listening to the mindset and action podcast bringing you the map to grow and streamline your business in 2023 i'm your host donna Ede, your go-to gal for all things podcasting planning and productivity and i'll be bringing you all that plus mindset goodness from experts with knowledge to share let's make 2023 the year of success in your business Number is the ruler of forms and ideas and the cause of gods and demons. Pythagoras. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here for my second interview with Joe Soley. If you haven't listened to the first episode with her, I will link it in the show notes for you. But in this conversation, we are discussing her brand new book, which is available for purchase now, Bizology 101. Let's jump into this fantastic conversation with Joe. Welcome back to the show, Joe. I'm so excited to have you here for a second time. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks for inviting me again. And we are really, really excited um, here in the studio today because we are going to be talking about your brand new book, which is not actually brand, brand new now. We did speak when it, it launched, but we just haven't been able to get a time together to actually sit down and talk about it. So tell us a little bit about your book. Well, actually, no, first of all, tell people who haven't listened to episode 103, which I will link in the show notes, guys, um, who you are and what it is that you do. And then we'll talk about the book. So uh, thank you. My name's Joe Joe Soli. I'm a business strategist, business coach and business numerologist. And I use the power of numerology to help you appreciate who you are as a business owner so that you can move forward running your business your way. I love that. So nice and concise, um, which I wouldn't expect anything else from a numbers lady. Um, so numerology, um, if we just sort of touch on that a little bit um, to explain to those who may not have come across it before, because I know a lot of times people sort of hear things like that and they they put it straight in the woo-woo bucket and they're going to go, oh, no, not for me. That's kind of spiritual woo-woo. I'm not in for it. But explain to us a little bit more about how how numerology isn't all the woo. (laughs) So numerology is an esoteric ancient science that was used from day one, really. The ancients used it. So the Greeks used it, um, the Egyptians used it in the hieroglyphics, the Babylonians used it, the Chaldeans used it, Nero used it, Plato used it, and um, it's as old as time. But it's as new as the next decision you're going to make. So the guy who put numerology on the map is called Pythagoras, 
and he taught us that numbers have a vibrational currency but he didn't call it numerology he didn't actually write anything down his teachings have been passed down um it was the early 20th century that three ladies in america put numerology on the map and and kind of de- developed it to the numerology that we used today they concluded through their research that numbers don't lie they don't but pythagoras is the kind of you know my homeboy yeah. <laughs> the 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 man the godfather of numerology um so he was um yeah, like the pioneer of of it really and helped us understand numbers not are just not like two and two is four mm. uh four is about structure control routine and system and in life we've got four fingers four directions four elements etc so he helped us understand what numerology is and then it's been developed so numbers are magic they're deep they're cosmic they're fundamental form nothing happens in life without numbers and they all have an energy so two and two is four that's a quantity but numerology is more interested in stories of the numbers yeah. rather than the quantity of the number does that make sense it does indeed it does indeed and i think that putting it that way when you talk about the number four and the structure and then you're like four elements four fingers four wheels on a car it's that structure and it really does it's a good visual so i appreciate that and i'm sure my listeners will too um so let's jump into the book because i'm just so excited for you so guys this is the book. It is called Bizology 101. You plus numerology equals business success. So, Joe, first of all, what on earth made you want to write a book? I'm a big book person. The books are my thing on this channel. So I am absolutely thrilled to be talking about yeah. book writing. <laughs> well, um, so this links us into your name. So your name isn't who you are, it's who you look like you are. People treat you like that and then you behave like that. So the main number we use in numerology is the life path number. I'm a one, which is innovation. So I need to be self-employed. Then I need to bring something innovative into my life and business, hence creating bizology. It hasn't been done before. I'm a one, like Steve Jobs is a one, Walt Disney one, Lady Gaga, Stormzy. So we're innovation innovators and we're here to do something innovative and my life wasn't really working out properly until I found my thing and my thing is bizology right but my name Joanna Elizabeth Soli is how I appear and that is a three and three is the communicator and threes have books in them so everyone was always asking me have you got a book? Have you got a book? Have you got a book? Because you know your book's your hook, it's your business card. But it's easy, uh, it's an easy yes, an easy product to buy, to understand who you are and what you do. And then if people want to work more with you, then they can. So I was kept being asked for this book. <laughs> and um, I was thinking, I'm a one. I'm born on the fourth of the fourth. My numbers are one, four, eight, nine, twenty-two. I haven't really got any three. But I am seen, I'm perceived as a three. So 
I yeah added it to the list (laughs) added it to the list I love that it's absolutely amazing and I and, and the reason I'm so in awe is because I totally want to write a book myself and I've been pondering and whatnot over it for years and years and years and just to see somebody that I know write such a wonderful put together book like it is it's just lovely to see it in the flesh um and yeah to to know that you've written this is just it's magical and I think it's brilliant so congratulations on the book when did you release the book when did it actually come out so um June the 12th because the 12th is a three day which is Mm -hmm. communication I um had written it probably started it properly last autumn so it took um three quarters of a year if that's a thing to say (laughs) um and I self-published I didn't go with a book doctor I've I've read articles and things and blogs about writing a book I went on a course how to write a book six years ago (laughs) but I think I think your book writes you in a way. I know that sounds a bit cheesy, but I just got all the content I've ever written and then I put it all together. That was 40,000 words. Then I started chunking it down. There was a lot of repetition, obviously took that away, added bits in, but I work quite well if I've got something to work with anyway. Mm. So I used my content that I did have um, and then I developed it from there. Um, it's 44 chapters, 64,000 words, eight parts, and it takes you on a journey, but it just doesn't give the farm away. You know, it's an introduction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's important. And I think for anybody who doesn't really understand um numerology and how it can work for your business it's a great book to sort of get to grips with those basics before they move on further with you so I think it's it's such a great introductory tool and like you say it's a good price point for somebody who you know wants to know more but isn't ready to to make a bigger financial commitment it just gives you a taste and and I love the way you said it was like a business card because what a fantastic business card (laughs) to have definitely innovative and different for sure so I love that um tell us a little bit more about the book writing process for you because obviously I follow you on social media and I saw some of the things that you sort of put out sort of nearer the time of actually launching the book but kind of take us through um you kind of said that you decided to self-publish when did those decisions come in? Sort of, how did you make those decisions? How did you sort of move through the process to getting your book actually published? So, um, I've said to you before uh, when we've had conversations that a numerology book is always eleven times longer than any other book, mm. right? And I, and I knew um, what I wanted to put in there, what I didn't want to put in there. Um, I decided to self-publish because I kind of knew what I was doing, really. I I think it's good to um, get a big paper and write down everything that you want to include and then kind of chunk it into areas. I My MO is don't tell – I don't tell people what I'm doing. Mm. I think we had a coffee, didn't we, last yeah. year? I, I might have mentioned it to you. But 
I'm not one of these to throw up on social media. So I just get on with it because a life path one, like I am, um, speech is silver, silence is golden. So I'm better when I just put my head down, ignore what other people are doing, not have comparatinitis or imposter syndrome, you know, just get on with it. So I didn't tell anybody it was coming because then it's it you feel more pressure that you've got to get it out by a certain date. I didn't actually have a deadline date mm. either because I was seeing, oh, I see four clients a day. So I, I tried to do an hour a day to write it. I would do a little bit of the weekend as well. Over Christmas, I did an hour every day, even Christmas Day, because I think if you've got a goal, just do it. Then the universe helps you. Mm. Yeah, it's like an hour. Um, I had some case studies in there, which were podcasts, so then I could uh, um, transcribe those. Um, So... Yeah, I decided I was doing it probably about a year ago. I committed properly, probably about this time last year. I went away for my 50th birthday to St. Lucia and I came back and had the energy to do the last push. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a proofreader come here for a day and a half, a, a copywriter, and we went through everything together she sat next to me that worked well for me instead of it being sent back and forth on email she's been in my business for seven years I trust her she knows me right so that worked for me then I got in the car drove up to Harrogate printed it all off ran out of ink ended up doing it in red ink at the end (laughs) um drove up to my father I shoved him out at the back because he was was the legal director for Meridian Hotels, and he's very good at spotting things. So even though Claire and I did it together for that day and a half, mm. we we did a good job. He did the last bit, and for me it was nice because I wasn't using a publishing company. It was nice to have that safety net of those yeah. two people. You, because you miss things yourself, you're too close to it. Even after that process with dad, I got a proof from KPD Amazon. I read through it all. Um, I spotted more things. I spot things today. You're going to, yeah? Like even JK Rowling has got a mistake in her book. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then I uh, got my first proof. I didn't like the font, so I changed it. And then because I hadn't, said oh it's coming by x i had a bit of flexibility i made the font quite big people can read it on the beach it's not tiny they can read it at night when maybe their eyes are a bit tired people have said to me they like the large font yeah i do yeah so i've just so whatever i wanted in a book i i made my book and then i thought about films so the barbie movie which was off obviously after my book, but that was a month of promo. So big blockbusters are a month of promo. So I shamelessly plugged it, promoted it for a month. And that's okay because yeah, of course it is. and then there was a wait list and it was coming out. I made it £14.99. It's not like 
$8.99 or $9.99 because some of it you can read as a reference book mm. every year. So then there's value there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's about knowing what you like from books, knowing what you want from books. Um, and then I looked at every single book in my, you know, um, bookshelf, bookshelf. Just like at the top and top bits and the um, accolades. I wanted a glossary. I wanted somewhere for people, Chapter 44, to put their bits in. I did some shout outs to people who'd helped me get like especially going in the beginning mm. um I put some accolades in there and ways to go further so it's not I don't think it's rocket science but it's like if you want to write a book just be really clear on what it's about if I if if I could do one thing differently I was trying to get the cover nailed while I was still writing the book but mm. it wasn't coming together Next time, I think I'd write the book and then do the cover because mm. you don't know exactly what the book, how the book's going to finish and shape up as when you're still writing it. Yeah. So then the cover isn't exact. It won't land. So the cover, I didn't nail the cover <laughs> until <laughs> I'd written the end. So, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, everyone does it differently. And book doctors and publishing houses will show you how to do it their way but I think it's important to do it your way and uh, as a life path one I definitely had to do it my of way of course you did of course you did I love that and what I think is really important there um a couple of things that I think are really important is when you said that you've got to do it your way and the other thing is when you go through a traditional publishing house, it can often take so much longer and you are still responsible for a bulk of the marketing. Like they will ask you, what is your marketing strategy? How are you going to promote this book? Because they will pay you out a advance, but then that advance, they want to get that back and some, and then you need to get some money as well. So it's like, it's, it's a, there's a lot more to it. And I think it, you know, for me, I'm just like, keep it simple. Keep it simple. If it's just you mm. and you're only satisfying you you and what you want, then it's a lot easier to kind of make those changes and make those executive decisions and know that it's not going to get overwritten by somebody because it's your book. Yeah, <laughs> so I love that. I spoke to a publisher and um, she didn't want me to call it Bizology 101. Um, she wanted me to have numerology in the title, but it's not a numerology book, it's a business book. And Bizology is my modality and mm. 101 is an introduction too. So I I wanted to call it that. That was a hard no for me to change the title. So and and then you don't get a lot of money on Amazon. The, uh, your book washes its face. It's the opportunities. A publisher mm. will put you in a different intray if you're an author, right? But like you say about the promo, a lot of people I know, they write a book and then they are so overwhelmed by the process because it is e exhausting. Then by the end of it, they don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> but I, I've done reels and stories and you've seen me every yeah. single day, bar a couple of weekends, since the 12th of June to, um, and I've sold practically every single day, I think bar three days, because 
I'm telling people about Talking it about still. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some people say, oh, yeah, it's in my cart. You know, when you put things in your Amazon cart, well, you've reminded me to buy it. Well, there yeah. you go. And then my friends have bought it or people I know, people I don't know have bought it. And then their husband has picked it up and then sent me a message saying, can I book a session? So it's like, keep, you've got to keep going. Yeah. You've got to touch your business every single day. You've got to touch your book every single day. Yeah. Yeah. And that is so important, especially like you said, if you're using it um, in the way you are as that kind of um, business card, it's your, it's your, it's your calling card. Like this is me, this is what I do. Come and work with me. And you, it, it would be, it would be a total shame. And I think anybody who does write a book and then doesn't go on to, to do the promotion side of it well is really just, it's they're letting themselves down all of that hard work like you said it's taken you nine months from like the first written word to getting it actually published and that's a lot of work and even on Christmas Day and I loved what you said about that because I spoke to Matt McWilliams about his book um turning your profits it turning your passions into profits and he said the first thing he did every day was go down he wrote for an hour and then he got on with his day and he said it became a ritual and a ritual is something that you're going to do regardless of the day of the week or the day of the year and to know that you sat down on christmas day and wrote for an hour for your book that's commitment and you can't put that kind of commitment into yourself and then drop the ball when it comes to putting it out there and, and getting it into people's hands because this really is that beginning step for people to sort of understand more of what it is. And I completely agree, putting numerology in the title would have been so wrong for you because it is about your method that you use and how you use numbers. So I'm glad you uh, stuck to your cons and did it yourself. <laughs> another another thing I say, which might be controversial, but it's very, <laughs> it's very me, is that I um, didn't want to go for the bestseller because that's vanity metrics, because what used to happen is people would choose, say, 10 categories that were a bit loosely connected, and then um, it would be bestseller, but that's because it was obscure categories. Yeah. So Amazon's changed it now. You can't have 10 categories. You can only have three. And I did go for the numerology category, but also went for the business coaching category, very wide. Mm. Now, on at the end of day one, I did get bestseller, but, but that isn't because I manipulated it. I didn't even know until somebody that I met once at an online event messaged me because he had a tool and said, oh, my God. And I was. I was up there with Arsene Wenger and um, – Who's the other one? Sir Alex Ferguson. And then, oh, wow. And then me, right? Yeah. But that wasn't manipulated. That was strategic hard work. I mm. wasn't wanting to go for the bestseller. I got it in the UK. I got it. But um, so that's another thing I'd, I'd say. A lot of people, oh, because they want bestseller in 10 categories. But it's not true in any way. No, no. And for with Amazon, I believe you're only allowed to promote your book as being an Amazon bestseller whilst it's in still in that 
category like if it drops yeah, out yeah. then you're not supposed to actually talk about it anymore so it's a little no. bit different to like being a, a times or a new york um bestseller which you can usually only get on i believe if you go through traditional publishing houses yes yeah yeah you have to be careful yeah so i i love that you reached the bestseller list without even trying that's absolutely fantastic and i just think it's a testament to the work that you put into the book so you know it's 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 hard work paying off at the end of the day um so i thought we could do a little bit of a deep dive into one of the chapters for the listeners so they could get an idea of what the book's all about um and actually if you want to give us sort of a little overview of how you because you said there's eight sections do you want to go over what those eight sections are before we do a deep dive into one of the chapters yeah so um part 1 is all about what numerology is, what it isn't, a history, what physiology is, what it isn't, and master numbers, you know, 11, 22, 33, everyone jumps up and down about these, but what they are. Part two is taking the life path number, which is the number in numerology. So you're a six, aren't you? Yeah. Which is all about relationships and connection and, and <laughs> like this, um, community, and your wedding business is very six, energy. And um, so I've taken the life path number and I've spoken about the titles, the energies, how you use it in your business strategy, your message, your um, socials, time management, things you can do daily, etc. So that's the largest chapter or part. Part three is all about personal years. We work in nine year cycles. There's better years and easier years to do things. Part four is going a little bit deeper. So um, you're a life path six, but your approach is eight, which is high standard success and wealth. So that's, you know, going deeper with uh, the day of the month you're born on. Part five is physiology IRL, as the kids say in real life. <laughs> so well-known people and then some case studies. Part six is what you'd like to talk about today, which is the letter of your first name, words and spells, that's why we call it spelling. Part seven is all about digits and destiny, so pricing, your house number, your phone number, and then part eight is called infinity and beyond. So, <laughs> like, what what can you do going forward? Yeah, I love that. That's so cool. And I just love that you remember my number. <laughs> You must have so many numbers going around in your head on a daily basis. And you just, Donna, that's the, her numbers right there. Yeah. That's well, because, it, because, yeah, it's part of you for me. It's like your surname. It's yeah. part of who you are. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So, yeah, I really enjoy I really enjoy the fact that you have put them into such great little sections within these, within the chapters are in these sections. It's such a fantastic way to look at it. And uh, I think it's a really good way for anybody who's looking to, to sort of understand a little bit more to actually consume it. So I think that's fantastic. But I did want to jump into chapter 37 because I thought this is interesting. Like I didn't know this when I was looking at it and I was just like, ah. Oh, what are we talking about here? The first letter of your first name impacts your business success. Joe, tell us more. Okay, so um, 
I said uh, earlier, your name isn't who you are, it's who you look like you are. And then the letter, A, B, C, etc., is called the cornerstone in numerology. Some numerologists call it that. So this is how you first see me. So J for Joe is the 10th letter of the alphabet. So one and zero is one. Look at the shape of the J, straight down the line, leave me alone, let me get on with it. I'm independent. But then the bottom of the J is curved Mm. and it can rock from side to side. So I do need support. I need money to feel secure in J energy. And um, yeah, it can wobble sometimes. So that's very me. I'm like, leave me alone. Let me get on with it. But then I have got a team. No, I don't have it all every day, but they do support me when I need it, right? Mm. So every letter, so D for Donna is for energy because it's the fourth letter. So when people meet you, they see someone who's for organized, reliable, loyal, strong, maybe a bit stubborn, patient, practical, but then look at the D, it's quite closed. So you will probably keep your cards to your chest. But because I know that, then I I can work, work with that, mm. okay? So let's have a play. So give me an initial of somebody um, in your life, in your business, or famous person. Give me an initial of someone. Um, do my partner, Matthew. I knew you were going to say that because <laughs> I've got it here. <laughs> so that's... So birds of a feather flock together. DMV is four energy because D is four. M is 13, which is four. V is different. It's 22, which is a master number. But it's very organized. So M's are quite, they work hard. They have ups and downs in life. Look at the M. They've got to be careful not to take shortcuts because it's the 13, which can be. They're strong-willed. They are conservative. They can concentrate. If people force change on them, they don't like it. But, um, yeah, practical and hardworking. Yeah, that about sums so, them up. <laughs> yeah. So if somebody is struggling with someone and it's not appropriate to go, what's your date of birth? I can, we can find out quite a lot on the letter of the first name. So AJNS is a one energy. B, K, and T is all two energy, but K is 11. C, L, and U is all three energy. D, M, and V is all four energy. Well, three is communication, four is structure. E, N, and W, which spells new, is five energy, which is new and change. F, O, and X is six energy. And the extreme negative of six, Fox, can be cunning and sly. GP and Y is six, which is seeking. HQ and Z is eight, which is money, success and wealth. I and R is nine, which is love, compassion, humanitarian. So, but then, so you've got the energy and then going deeper, you've got the shape. So A thrusts itself into the world. There's a bar in the middle, it's not wobbling. B can be a little bit private and closed. C is very open. D is quite private at first as well. E is solid. 
whereas F is missing that bit at the bottom mm. so it can wobble a bit more. So, um, yeah, so this is like game-changing when you know. The, it's all magic, right? Yeah. But um, so bizology is a little bit kind of see, not secretive. It's a little bit introverted at first and then moves forward Mm. um so yeah so that's all in chapter 37 I love that um it's really interesting and the thing is 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 exactly what you said there once you know these things then you can put a plan in place and that is really what you help people do so do you want to go into a little bit of how you help so once people have read the book what is the kind of work that you do how do you help people to implement um bizology into their business so um I've got the book. I've actually taken the book at the moment and developing seven masterclasses. Um, Two of them are free, five are paid. So that's going to be another way that you can then go deeper. But one-to-one, I look at five areas, which is your life path number, your four roads, which is deeper in other numbers, your personal year, your name, and your business energies. So you can do a one-off session. You can do five sessions, eight sessions, uh, three months. (laughs) There's a variety of ways. I help you look at your pricing. Mm. Um, So uh, I help you look at your business name and should you change it. So lots of different ways. But the, the new way, which is launching next week, are these masterclasses. Mm. So taking the book and then going deeper on a class. Mm. And are these classes, because obviously it's happening next week as we're recording this, but this episode isn't coming out for a while. So um, (laughs) are they going to be able, are you going to have them on for purchase separate, like not live? Yeah. Yeah. They'll be evergreen. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's brilliant. They're just just launching in the middle of um, September, but they'll be evergreen. Yes, awesome. So we'll be able to link to those so that people can go and get them and access those as their next step, which will be fantastic. But your first step, guys, is to go and buy the book. So go and get Bizology 101 by Joe Soley and um, have a read and let us know what you think. I will link to it in the show notes as always. It's already in my bookshelf. Um, You know, I always link my kit bookshelf um in the show notes so it's already in there um so you can go over and grab it thank you so much for your time today today joe it's been a fantastic conversation thank you so much thanks for having me and congratulations on the book thank you that's it for us today thank you so much for listening in please do go over to instagram my handle is donna underscore eed underscore tag me in your questions thoughts takeaways from this episode have you bought the book have you read it let me know all of the details I am absolutely thrilled for Joe that she has this book out in the world it is such a magnificent thing to have I just you know me I absolutely love books so I am so so proud of her and so happy for her that she has her book out in the world so if you haven't yet grabbed your copy head over to the show notes it's there head over to Amazon it's there as well and I will speak to you guys soon. But before I jump off, I wanted to let you know that the pod camp, the launch ready pod camp is 
back in January. We're starting on the 10th of January. So if you are interested in starting your podcast, make sure that you are in that pod camp. We did it back in October. It was really so much fun and I had so much fun doing it and teaching the people that were in that group. I would love for you to be part of it this time round. So you can go to donnaeed.com forward slash podcamp and register your interest. It is going to be a week-long um, workshop style live trainings for you um, on, I think there's three live trainings, an open party, a closed party. We're going to have a good time. Come and join me. If you want to start your podcast in 2024, now is the time to start taking action. So go and register at donnaeed.com forward slash podcamp and I will see you there in January. Next week is my last episode for 2024. Lots of interesting things coming up in that episode. It is a solo episode. I'm going to wrap up the year. I'm going to tell you what my Spotify wrapped came up with for me. I am so chuffed with it. Thank you so much for listening. Join me next week for that last one before Christmas and I will speak to you soon. Bye for now. Don't forget to hit those stars and leave a review of the podcast where you listen if you found value in what you heard today. It's a free way you can help the podcast reach more people just like you.